situation developing at CSIS, which is uh, re- really kind of interesting. You know, it's a, it, uh, Stuart Bell is joining us now. He's the National Investigative Journalist with Global News. Stuart, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, the situation that's developing at CSIS, uh, we, basically we've got a senior Canadian intelligence officer coming out of the shadows here, which is pretty a big deal, first of all. You don't hear a lot from these guys. Uh, a whistleblower, I guess, saying CSIS really hasn't handled this COVID-19 situation among CSIS staff very well at all, right? What are his claims? Yeah, well, I guess, you know, to, to broaden it a bit, I mean, what do you do when you have to go to your workplace to do your job, but you feel your bosses aren't really doing enough to prevent the spread of COVID-19? Um, and But, you know, on top of that, what do you do when your employer just happens to be Canada's uh, intelligence service? So there's there's quite a few employees that have been raising concerns about the way CSIS um, has been handling the pandemic, that they... I guess the way it was expressed to us that, uh, you know, CSIS headquarters is kind of known as this dome of silence, but yeah. um, they've been treating um, uh, their building as if it's a dome of immunity. And uh, so we've had a whistleblower come forward and just detail um, the way that the agency has responded to COVID-19 and a lot of the complaints that empl- uh, employees have brought forward. Yeah, and uh, so, you know, what is he, basically he's talking a lot about, you know, just some of the basic things that all workplaces are doing, right? Masking, things like that. Yeah, the primary one is masking. That early on um, in the pandemic, CSIS made a decision not to have mandatory masking. And there were a lot of employees that were uh, uneasy about that. Uh, it, it was just not possible in that building to remain uh, two meters apart, going into the building, going into elevators, mm. walking down the hallways. Uh, so uh, there was one intelligence officer who we spoke to who kind of became an advocate for mandatory masking. Um, he was pretty well shut down. Uh, he was uh, threatened with disciplinary action for not, they said that by challenging the masking rule, he wasn't um, fulfilling his managerial duties. And ultimately, CSIS was hit by uh, multiple outbreaks just recently. Right, yeah, they've had uh, a number of together. cases spread through the building. They did in March, in just in the space of 10 days, they had three outbreaks in different sections of the building. And the director himself, the director of CSIS, uh, came down with COVID-19. So as a consequence of that, they did finally, just a few weeks ago, introduce mandatory masking. But our whistleblower uh, has chronicled uh, his long attempts to... um, you know, challenged the CSIS uh, masking policy, and uh, and it's really shed a lot of light on, I guess, you know, the very specific issue of CSIS, but broader um, term, you know, how workplaces are dealing with uh, with the pandemic. Um, you know, like we said, this is not something that you see very often uh, in this line of work. They're very, you don't hear them in the media very often. So why did this guy decide to come forward now? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, these people work in uh, in secrecy. They, they deal in national security secrets. That's their profession. And in some ways, that's perhaps made it more difficult for uh, for them as employees because uh, they found it really difficult to, um, to come forward and speak up about their complaints about the way their management has dealt with the pandemic. And so this, this fellow, he's he uh, said that you know he was very uncomfortable speaking publicly, um, but that he felt strongly that on behalf of employees he needed to. And part of it's that he is um, due to retire in just a few months, so he felt like he had less to lose by speaking up. And uh, but he does feel that he's speaking for a great number of CSIS employees who are very very unhappy with. Uh, the way the agency has dealt with the pandemic. Uh, one more before I let you go here, Stuart. Did the agency ever explain why they took sort of this 
counterintuitive approach and did something different from everybody else? Well, they had a they they had a sense that they are because their building is uh, closed to the public. Um, the CSIS headquarters is clearly you know it's a very secretive, difficult to access building. It's not something the public can go to, but that somehow prevented them uh, w- was a form of immunity. They felt they could distance. They felt they had good air circulation. Um, but some of the reasons that we heard were just you know they were shot down by experts. Mm-hmm. For example, it would be difficult to enforce masking. Uh, that people didn't wear masks properly anyway, that uh, if you had mandatory masking, the people who couldn't wear masks would, would be stigmatized. So these are some of the reasons that were put forward and ultimately abandoned um, just a few weeks ago when CESA's finally brought in uh, a masking rule. Yeah, interesting. The pivot has now happened. Uh, thanks very much, Stuart. I appreciate your time. Thank you. That's Stuart Bell, investigative journalist with Global News, uh, taking a look at this situation at CSIS. And it is pretty strange to have a CSIS staffer uh, go to the media and blow the whistle on what's happening inside the agency. Interesting story. You can check it out on globalnews.ca.